welcome to another quarantine episode of I'm Horrified. Maybe these are the only episodes we'll ever do again. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Will I ever uh, gently caress your face again? I want you to. <laughs> but no need to fret about that, you guys, because guess what week it is? <laughs> it's Disney week! We're talking about Disney stuff this week. I'm so excited. And technically we kind of did last week, because Star Wars is technically a Disney property. <laughs> it's Disney month! We love it! We love to see it. Um, we'll have to just keep coming up with, like, I mean, I could go on, like, yeah. Best, Best Magic Kingdom ride. Niche um, Disney Plus content. Yeah, like, top snack. <laughs> you know, exa- all of it. I could do all of it. Um, but yeah, we're winding up to celebrate. I have these pretty Marie Antoinette wine glasses. Um, I have this, I don't know if you can see it, but it's a little bee in bot and then it says buzzed. Marie Antoinette also had that. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Um, she was a classy bitch. I mean, if she was born in like the 90s, she would have like a um let's get lit bitches like tumbler wine glass for sure. Which um famous monarch through history would be um a Disney a Disney girl if she were living in modern times? Oh boy. Um, I think it's definitely Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour's a really good one. Yeah. I think also, hmm, maybe like, maybe like Lord Byron. Ooh. Sexy Flynn Rider style. I mean, they keep out like his like group sex and stuff like that, but I feel like he would be a really good like bad boy or like prince turned villain like in Frozen. Like I feel like he would have some, he has some Disney prince energy or villain energy. I see that. I can see him being really into like Disney bounding. Like he makes all of his friends, like he gets really into it. And when you just kind of show up like in a blue dress and you're like, oh, I'm like kind of Belle. He's like, no. And it's like, I sewed these pants. So like (laughs) they would match. So I don't understand. But yeah, we're each wearing our Disney ears. I have my classic mini ears on. Sam, what are you, what, who are you wearing? Mine are little mermaid ears. So they, the, the ears themselves are like seashells. And then the bow is like a sparkly bluish color, which is fun. Really pretty. Thank you. Yeah. My like G.G. Big worked at Disney World, and she got me these while I was pledging. It was very nice of her. Oh, that's okay. Wait, did I get you some, too? Did you get me some? You gave me a hat, I know. No, I feel like I got you those. Did you get me these? Then who? Then what did she give me? Did she give me my Disney mug? She gave you a Disney mug. I definitely bought you those. Do they say mermaid hair don't care on the side? Yes. I bought you them. Okay. I bought you them for your birthday, I think, because you were going to go. Find. Allie you were going to go. Yeah, excuse you. I, I thought that I did, but I couldn't be sure. Um, oh, you know what she bought me? She bought me one of those like caps that are like this. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a circle cap and they has ears. Yeah, I, I, I remember you having them, but I was just like, you're not, I didn't think you were going to Disney anytime soon. And I was like, really besides being there and literally this, what we're doing right now, like filming Disney content. When would you use them? I don't know where you'd have a chance to wear them. Um, but I have uh, a little bit of an ears collection here. Look at her go. My box. This is one from one of my designer pairs of ears. <laughs> Laugh it up. But if you tune into our next episode, I'll show you all the ears that are in here. Yes. I'll show you. There's a couple of um, bespoke ears. 
I'll say it. I'm excited to see them. Learn what bespoke meant. And then there were like, I looked on Etsy and it was like bespoke Disney ears. And I was like, what? But also, yes. And you were like, a whole new world. A new um, fantastic thing to buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should be on their marketing team. I really should. Such a beautiful voice. I want to put it in a box and trade it for feet. <laughs> Um, all right, we got to get to it. Yeah, so today, guys, we told you it's we Disney Week. We do not. We told um, you it's Disney Week. What we're going to be debating right now is who is the best Disney princess. The top. The number one. Number one Disney princess. Yeah. I felt like this was so obvious, but then you told me which one you were going to do, and I was like, that's, that's a fair contender. Yeah, I think there's a couple good options. I think there's some clear losers, but I think there's a couple good options. Well, I actually, I'm going to talk about that a little bit Mm -hmm. about like the concept of the best Disney princess. So can I go first? Yes, please. Please do. So I, I think the best Disney princess, I think it's an easy choice, is Tiana. That's a great answer. Tiana is, I mean, so I think the thing about, I think the thing about Disney princesses is that Good ones, like really good ones, only started coming around in like the last decade or two. Mm-hmm. You know, like a princess that was created with like some awareness of like what it means to be a role model or like what you should be, it, like just like how you should be as a princess. Not the princesses are real, but like the Disney princess is like it's going to reach a lot of kids. So it's important that you not be a terrible, like, husband-hungry blight of feminism, and I feel like that's mostly what we got up until some of the Renaissance-era 90s Disney, and even that was a little wanting a lot of the time. But I do think that Tiana is in, like, the camp of Mulan, Merida, Rapunzel. Like, they have actual personalities. Yeah. And, like, their choices impact the plots, and, you know they they have goals all that good stuff but i of that lot which i think is like kind of the only lot that we would consider like mm-hmm. no white it's not happening a little like i'm sorry i know it was a good movie back then and like sleeping beauty like it's beautiful like the mary blair style artwork color it's just absolutely gorgeous to look at like aurora sucks like she sucks she doesn't do anything so true that's just the truth we did say um, last time we watched Snow White, we said she is me because at one point she gets down on her knees and she prays to God for Grumpy to like her. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> somebody doesn't like her and she starts praying to the Lord and baking pies immediately to be like, please like me. And I'm like, if that ain't me. Huge mood for you. <laughs> Huge mood for you. Um, I think I would probably be Merida because I love the British Isles. Mm. And um, I have a good relationship with my mom, and I also have a good relationship with Emma Thompson. Yeah, that's all you need. I think that's me. No, I have no idea what Disney princess I would be, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Tiana. And, um, okay, so Princess of the Frog. Princess of the Frog, one of my absolute all-time favorite Disney movies, and it has its problems for sure. Like, it's not a perfect film, but it is held to a different standard than other Disney films, I think, for sure, because it's the first Black princess, and that was a huge, huge thing. Um, and it's just, 
like, I feel like a lot of times people think of it as that. Like, they think of it as, like, oh, like, it's the first film that had, like, a Black female protagonist in a Disney movie. And, like, that's very important and it's very needed, obviously, and it happened way too late and representation and intersectional representation needs to be happening much more in Disney films. But I feel like sometimes it's just like, oh, that's what that did. It was the first. And it's like, people don't always take into account the fact that it was really excellent. Yeah. Not just that choice was excellent, Mm -hmm. but her character was excellent. And she as an individual, like Tiana as an individual woman in the character was really important for little kids to see for a lot of reasons, for representation, obviously, but, but she was such a sort of well, well-crafted character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that only comes after decades of doing it wrong. <laughs> like you do it wrong and wrong and you're like, you get the feedback of like, why are princesses not doing anything? Why don't they have any goals? Why don't they have yeah. any individuality? Why don't they have any flaws? Why don't they blah, 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 blah. Like real flaws, not like I'm clumsy. Um, but so here's, I'm going to go, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go why I think that she, I'm going to go psychotherapy a little bit. Please. Like why I think that deep down, like her core personhood makes her the best Disney princess. So number one thing, I think the most important thing, I'm going to sneeze. Oh no. <laughs> Bless you. I sounded I sounded like Minnie, my little baby sneeze with my Minnie. That was an adorable sneeze. Um, and we can't edit it out because we don't edit these. We don't know how to edit video. Who do you think we are? Martin Scorsese? <laughs> um, okay. Her goals are values-based. So following your dreams is great and super at the core of Disney. But I think something that gets left off the table sometimes in terms of Disney storytelling, 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 is the diversity of values in relation to goals that different people have. So like we all value different things and some people value adventure and some people value stability and some people value compassion. And if we're leading like strong, courageous lives, our goals should support our values. We should be in touch with our values and our goals should support the values that we have in our lives. So Tiana values hard work and that's obvious throughout the whole movie, but she gets a little narrow minded about like, why she has this goal of owning a restaurant like she she has this goal and she works so hard for it but like and it comes from a really good place but she ends up putting everything into that and letting it compromise her balance and the balance that's in her life and it compromises those greater values of like family and relationships and through her experiences she gets back on track and she realizes hey I have this goal, not just for the sake of like having a dream and like, I want my dream to come true, but my dream is rooted in something that is more important than a goal. It's what I value, the things that I value, the ideals that I think are important in life, not just, I want this thing and I want it to come true because I really, really want it. It's tethered to the things that she inherently values because of the person that she is. And that's what makes her a good person, an interesting person. I think that's huge for little kids to see because like having a dream is fine, but it might not come true. And like your dreams can change, but your values don't necessarily have to change. Like you can have something not go quite right. Or like she might not have gotten her restaurant. Like something could have, something could have happened. And at the end of it, you, you would think, oh, even if she didn't get her restaurant, she doesn't lose who she is. She doesn't not, she still values food and togetherness and family and all that stuff 
because she's a really strong character. And it's not just about accomplishing something. It's about being something. Mm. I think that is super important and wonderful. So that's like my main thing. That's my main thing where I think that Tiana is the best Disney princess. But here's some more things if you are not convinced. Her singing is the best. It is. She's so good. Only arguable with one other Disney princess, and I think we know who that is. But the music from The Princess and the Frog is amazing. Anika Nani Rose, who was Laurel in Dreamgirls, icon. Huh. <laughs> Iconic film. If you haven't seen that, if you're like a youngin' and you haven't seen that movie, it's... I remember seeing it in the movie theater with my mom, and we were both just like, <gasps> like the whole time. It's everyone is excellent. Eddie Murphy's excellent. Beyonce is excellent. Yeah, is excellent. Everyone is excellent in that film. But when oh she God, that good. movie is like, yeah, well, it's between me two. I'm as much as part of this group as anybody else. And I'm, I'm tired. tired. Effie, Effie, I'm, I'm tired. tired of all the problems you're making up. I always knew you two were together. What? <laughs> what? I always knew you two were banging up on me. She had nothing, had to, nothing do to do with me. change. It was you. you. It was you, you always, always thinking of you. <laughs> I knew you were in trouble from the start. I won't. <laughs> I could go on. Legendary. I <laughs> Iconic. I need a minute. Okay. All right. Legend icon star. Yes. Beautiful voice. And her voice is so much stronger and more emotional than other Disney princesses. She just conveys emotion so well and like the nuance of emotion so well in her voice. And it has this strength that just really carries the character no matter what. And I also think that her voice is just in this echelon that other Disney princess, like Mandy Moore is sweet and all, and her voice is very pretty, but like it doesn't have that strength and ability. I think the only other thing, the only other Disney princess voice that's up in that category is Adina, because she's Mm -hmm. otherworldly. But I mean, it's, that's more about like tone. Their tones are so different. Um, But they're both upper echelon. Yes. And I also think like she's probably the first one who's allowed to have like an interesting voice that has like personality. I feel like a lot of the earlier princesses, they're just like hitting all the correct notes. Yeah, they just sound like a princess. But she has like, she has an interesting voice. She has a voice that's doing stuff. She's like, she could just sing every word, but like she's doing more. And it's, yeah, it's singular and and it's part of her character and it's Mm -hmm. telling the story. And yeah, I don't think that the other princesses do that as well. And she's doing it super well. All right. Uh, we gotta keep I feel like I'm I'm going too long. No, she, you're good. Like, I so can talk about today. Um, she has consistent and humanizing flaws. This is very important. So we we're talking about, you know, she she got off track values-wise and learned from that, and that was great. But overall, she has a consistent personality. And while it's not perfect nobody's personality is perfect, but she learns from her mistakes and tries to better herself along the way. And we see this. And this is really important for kids to see because like perfect protagonists or protagonists with like fake flaws, like being clumsy or stupid or silly, like it doesn't set a good example for self-reflection and self-work. You know, it, it shouldn't be like all about self-judgment, but you know, people have genuine flaws and and you can be a good person and have flaws as long as you're, you know, aware of them to the best of your ability and you're thinking about how they impact other people. Um, so, like, she does have, like, an issue with 
not putting herself enough, like first enough and like not setting healthy boundaries for her work and her life and all that kind of stuff. And it gets in the way of her having friends and making space for joy. But you see her like recognizing that along the way. And rather than digging her heels in, she starts to tr like kind of learn from that. And even in her romantic relationship, Prince Naveen's all about fun and she's all about work. And I think it is really important that it's not just about like this doofy boy, you know, learning to respect her, which it totally is. And that's very, very important, more important than this really. But she grows towards him mm -hmm. and like he admires qualities in her and starts taking them on. And she admires that sort of joy and freedom that he has and wants that for herself and doesn't feel guilty about growing towards him and they're able to teach each other and learn from each other and then communicate better. I love that. We love to see that. Oh my God. I love that. Um, <clears throat> and then the rest, the, the only other thing, whoa, the wine's, the wine's kicking in. I have some dinner. <laughs> we're getting, we're going to get there. I just realized I'm wearing the ears again. Um, she has the best dress and subsequently the best float at Disneyland. Ooh. So the green lily prad, Lily Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris Lily Pratt. Um, the green lily pad dress at the end of the movie is the best Disney princess movie at the end. That's all. Wow. I think it's the best one. Um, and recently, because of what's going on with the world that we're not going to talk about, Disneyland released a high-def version of their new parade that, like, just came out. Like, all new floats, all new costumes, everything. It's awesome, and you should all go watch it and and just, like eat candy and watch it and pretend that you can be happy for a minute. Um, but you can see Tiana and Prince Naveen's float and it's the best one. I won't even describe it because I want you to see it. It's so pretty. It's so great. It's so sparkly. I love it. It's so great. So I could go on yeah. and I will in the Twitter comments when we post this, but <laughs> that's a glimpse, a mere glance into why Tiana's the best princess, but we already knew that. I love that. Boom. That's all. I love that. We have talked at length about how underrated Princess and the Frog is. As a and, it, and it didn't perform all that well at the box office, which doesn't make sense. I think, A, racism is a factor for sure. Definitely. But I think also in terms of just like the storytelling, like, you know, it's not a perfect film and I think it's lacking maybe that one knock it out of the park song. Like it didn't have a let it go. Mm -hmm. It didn't have a part of your world. Like it didn't have that song, even though I like the music overall so much better than so many other movies. It didn't have that like one song that like really kicked it out of the park. Like Tiana didn't get like an emotional ballad number. Yeah. Which, Anika Nani Rose would have slayed that. Like she would have done such a good job with like a, big booming like emotional number and they didn't give that to her and to be fair like I don't see where it would have fit in with the plot so that's fine and I really like the movie but that is I think maybe part of the part of the the reason why it didn't catch on because so much of like <laughs> kids consuming media is like I want to listen to that thing again I want to listen to that song again like yeah. Moana has um oh my god I didn't even think of Moana she's another really really She's good one I, I ball at Moana. Um, but, like, Moana has um, How Far I'll Go, and that's, like, a huge one. So, 
I think that that definitely was part of it. And then also, you know, it's just, it's, it's, un, there's a double standard. Like it's held to higher standard than other films because it had, you know, this groundbreaking character, but it's like, Hey, it shouldn't be groundbreaking at this point. <laughs> and it's not fair to hold it to a higher standard. It's so much more excellent in so many other ways. Um, I gotta stop talking. I gotta stop talking because you gotta do your one. And I want to hear it. Okay, I'll do mine. I mean, we're all excited to talk about mine too. For me, the answer was Mulan. And I know the haters are gonna say, Sam, Mulan is not a princess. She ends up with Shang, who is a general. To that, I would say to you, like, we define labels. Labels don't define us. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel the term Disney princess has grown beyond literal royalty yes. to, like, a group of female protagonists in the Disney canon. Do you know uh -huh. what I mean? Uh -huh. So I just, I want to put that aside. It doesn't matter that she does not technically marry a prince or is born into royalty. The reason I chose Mulan, A, Mulan's commercial, when we were babies, right? We were growing up. Mm -hmm. And it's like the rain falling on her house. And the lightning. Camera, like pans lightning. Mm -hmm. And she's like, there's the dragon statue. And she's like mm -hmm. drenched. And she's sitting there like so emo. That is a foundational memory for me. I don't it know why. Powering. It is powering. It is crazy. Like how I can just like hear the music from that commercial. And my brain is like flashbacks. Like so yeah. it's iconic. Down to the marketing, it's iconic. Oh, yeah. But what I'd say about Mulan is that she gives me everything I want in a Disney princess. You know what I mean? Like, she's got a journey. She's got a few bangers of the numbers. She's got a good squad of friends. And she's got a fun romantic arc. Like, that's all I ask for in my Disney princesses. And I would argue Tiana has all those things, too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think Tiana's a great choice as well. But I think, like, especially with the earlier ones, like, it's easy to be like, yeah, like, they're classics, but, like, like, what does Snow White learn? <laughs> like, yeah, how does, for sure. how does Aurora grow? What's their arc? What are they, yeah. and also how, how are they working on the plot, and how is the plot working on them? Exactly. Like, how, how far from where they were at the beginning, how far from where they were at the beginning, are they at the end? I yes. think that's very important to take into consideration. Yes, and Mulan has agency. Like, she is like, I'm going to save my father's life. I'm going to dress up as a boy. I'm going to join the Chinese Imperial Army. Yep. Done. I'm making those choices for me, for my family. Mm -hmm. And I think it's nice that she's not motivated by, like, love and romance, which I think a lot of people in, like, previous Disney movies were. But by bringing her family honor. Yes. That's what she wants. Yes. Thank you. Um, I think both Reflection and I'll Make a Man Out of You, two of the most iconic songs in the Disney canon, I feel. They really, I absolutely agree. Like, I feel like nothing slaps like I'll Make a Man Out of You slaps. Donny Osmond really did that for us. He really did. And then really made up for what he did to us in um, Joseph and the Amazing Technical. <laughs> He did two things for us. <laughs> and then in the Chinese dub, Shang is played by Jackie Chan, and Jackie yes. Chan also sings I'll Make a Man Out of You, so highly recommend that. I, I like to think that they were like, um, he's like, all right, so when are we, like, laying down the tracks? And they're like, oh, no, like, we got, like, a, somebody just singing in Chinese, like, you don't, 
have to do that. And then he's like, when are we laying down the tracks? <laughs> I actually think Jackie Chan is a pretty well-known singer in China. Really? Oh my <laughs> He kind God. of has a music That's career amazing. in China. Well, she should have just been Shang <laughs> in Everywhere. the English version one. I agree. I agree. Um, but a couple of the things I love about Mulan, um, I love that at the end, it's the combining of femininity and masculinity that saves China. Yes, it's not just the things that she learned as like a soldier. It's also the skills that she learned as like being a very, trying to be like a very feminine wife type skills. Like she mm -hmm. combines those things to be able to defeat the villain, which I think is thrilling. Yeah, it's not that being a woman is useless. It's yes. that you should get to decide what's useful in that moment for you. Exactly. And that, like, truly what's going to be useful for everyone is if we can combine those skills. Mm -hmm. As in when her friends friggin' are able to climb the thing with their sashes. I love it. I love all of it. Disney Drive. Um, we love to see it. Is it problematic that so much of the movie revolves around honor? Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have another answer for you. Yeah, uh, we learned. We we're, we grew. We're still growing. We're still learning. Um, Is it bad that he was technically supposed to murder her for being a woman? A little. Yeah. yeah. No, it was. But do I love a bisexual awakening in a Disney movie where Shang had pretty much accepted that he was attracted to Ping before he found out that she was Mulan? Yeah, I love that. Shang, bicon. I would argue that Shang is a bicon. The original Disney bicon. <laughs> We love that. And, and where uh, where are my other Disney icons? Where are they? Oh well, um, <laughs> I mean, where are they, Allie? Uh, I feel like Elsa's straight up like butch lesbian. Like yeah. I feel like that's where she should be. Yes. Um, and I don't know. I feel like there's Elsa and Olaf are lesbian gay solidarity. Period. Yes. Period. Um, and Anna and Kristoff are they're straight allies <laughs> yes they're absolute straight allies um yeah i mean we could we should maybe have um like this is this is like a whole research paper of like queer uh yeah like underground queer representation we can see like where the gaze of disney animation like snuck their identities in oh i'm sure goodness. it's there i know it's there yeah there and the i mean ursula is based queen. on divine a drag queen so there you go exactly exactly Oh, tell us. But, but yes, so I just think Mulan, it gives you everything you want. At the end, she learns to accept, like, herself, and also her family learns to accept her for what she is, which I think is a lovely message for kids that, like, mm -hmm. you know, people can learn and grow and accept you as you are. And I love the moment at the end where Shang rolls in and is like, hi, and they're like, do you want to stay for dinner? And the grandma's like, do you want to stay forever? I think that's iconic. <laughs> a classic joke. Classic Disney grandma. We love it. We, we love, love it. it. But yeah, I love Mulan. I think she laid down a lot of foundations for, like, the next generation of, like, woke Disney princesses. Yeah. When we get, like, our Rapunzel's, our Elsa's, our Tiana's. I think yes. a lot of that comes from, like, Mulan as a genesis. And also, like, Belle, who was definitely my favorite growing up. And also, like... She started it... Um, I'm Belle walked so Mulan could run so Tiana could sprint. I mean, so, like, so Tiana could hop in her frog form, exactly. <laughs> that's another problem with that movie is like, you have your first black princess. I mean, that's the, not my idea, but it's been brought up like, you have your first black princess, and then they spend half the movie in animal form. Not great, yeah, not great. Not my fave. You don't need that. 
Um, We're still learning. We're still growing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean it's not, like, a good narrative, but, yeah. like, in the context of Disney being awful with that kind of stuff otherwise, not a good choice, but... Can I recommend something to the listeners? And me? And you. You've seen it. Yes. I know you've seen it. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in this topic, Lindsay Ellis, who we've recommended before, because she's a, a legend, a star, and an icon, um, did a really interesting video on Pocahontas, and, like, kind of specifically, she talks about comparing Pocahontas and Moana as two, like, mm-hmm. natives, or uh, two, like, narratives about indigenous people. Yes. And how, like, Disney's view of them and way of telling those stories has changed in, like, the intervening yeah. 20 years. And it's really, really interesting. Yeah, and how important it was to learn from the mistakes, the yeah. severe mistakes made in Pocahontas when creating Moana. Which um, is still not a perfect movie. Yeah, because... still not a perfect film, but was had much more, like, honest representation in it. Um, and was ultimately, it's not just like lip service. That's the thing. It's not just like, oh, we'll do this for, you know, whoever. So nobody gets mad at us. Like it is a genuinely exceptional film. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, when you, when you represent stories, honestly, it elevates everything about your storytelling. That's why. (laughs) Um, oh my God, I want to watch Moana. Make way, make way. Too drunk for this, and we have to do the next episode after this. Uh, Um, you might want to chug a water just before we start. I'm good. I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, next week, um, we will be doing our so it's Disney Week. Even though I think we're doing this on a Thursday and a Monday, it's a week. There's no such thing as time anymore. It's literally not. There's no, I wake up, I don't know if it's Sunday, I don't know if it's Tuesday, I don't know if it's nighttime, I have no idea, but it's Disney week, so we did Best Disney Princess, we're gonna do Worst Disney Prince. Wow, 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 wow. So get ready for it, we're excited. Um, please, until we see you again, um, be safe, um, take care of each other, and be well. Be well. Bye, guys.